all good. Okay, I'm down. Three, two, one. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I can't. I can't. Hello and welcome to our first episode of the Gyne Waiting Room. I'm Grace. I'm Bryce. And I'm Alicia. We're really excited, as you can probably tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking out there now. Me and Grace have had a drink. Yeah. Um, we've been on the drinks and pain relief meds, so... We don't um, think I need to join possibly. in on that. <laughs> Leash, go get yourself a drink. Cheers for the first episode. Sorry if we're really awkward, guys. This is this is all new to us, but we're really excited. So, who wants to start? Let's kind of give a little introduction on ourselves. Grace, you start. You fire. You're go confident. I'm Grace. I'm from West Sussex. I'm 22, and I was diagnosed with endometriosis back in March 2021. After seven and a half years of pain of pain (laughs) (laughs) i was diagnosed through a laparoscopy and a little bit of a brief history when i was a bit younger i was like referred to the gastroenterologist and psychologist and things like that was kind of brushed off and then ended up paying private last year to have um a diagnosis so yeah we love it we love it. We, we love, love we love having to pay love, for care. Yeah. We <laughs> love paying privately. It's, it's uh, expensive though as well. It is really it is expensive. Yeah. Bloody expensive. It's just crazy that we have to do that to like actually get listened to. But yeah. Love that for you. Live love love. Love, 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 love for love. all of us. <laughs> live love love. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Leash. You go next. Go. So Tell I'm Alicia. I'm twenty two and I'm from Plymouth. And I'm the same as Grace. I got diagnosed in March twenty twenty one um I started having like trouble with my periods since like I started them when I was 13 um and fast forward on a bit things were getting a bit all horrible and mum mentioned the word endometriosis to me and I was like oh I've not really heard of that before so I looked it up quickly and just do a quick google search that gets these first symptoms up and I was like I'm literally ticking every box so I, I went to google okay. oh google kills everything it does yeah i love dr google (laughs) um and yeah so i went to the doctors um and had to like push to get to a gynecologist because they were like have this contraception have this contraception have this one too and i'm like no i'm done um and my gynecologist was like "Mm, i'm 80 percent sure that you've not got endo but i'm gonna send you for a laparoscopy anyway because you're just you're just too young to have it and then obviously i had it um, and then since then, I have also had to pay private to have a consultation um, so that I could get seen quicker to have my second laparoscopy, which I had done at the end of April. But yeah, we love it. We love it. It's crazy, isn't it? Because Fantastic. I think the word endometriosis, like nobody really knew about. And I remember I was weirdly scrolling down Facebook and there was a Sky News article about endometriosis, this illness that takes like eight years to diagnose and it's really common but like the research is so dire and nobody really knows much about it and I literally was like "Mm, that sounds really like me and then yeah that it just kind of went from there then I literally just got another gynae referral and went to them and I was like I think I have it and then you get the old you're too young to have it so yeah yeah same same way isn't it yeah lose some way all of that rubbish I think it's mental Mm. I think it's mental that like because it's so common and there's still yeah. only one way to diagnose it like, I think that just like baffles me yeah like, you would think by now that they've made like a blood test or a urine yeah. test um, <laughs> <laughs> you know to find yeah, it it's ridiculous but... and it's not even that it's like also to do with the fact that there's no cure like with other things that you see that they're doing research into finding a cure mm. and doing loads of stuff but I, I don't know about you but I've not seen anything anywhere no, to do with research into finding a cure yeah I feel like it's just kind of a grey area that no one's really looking into exactly I and I like think the endo the... community has to raise their own awareness 100%, 100% and that's why well, we're that here that is why we're here yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Bri you go tell us about yourself right I'm Bri I'm 22 and I'm from Somerset um so I'm kind of in the middle of Grace and Leash <laughs> um <laughs> I got diagnosed in 2020 for a private lap after literal years of like the two young, painful periods are normal. And then like our 
kind of ultimate favourite saying between the friendship group is that they went fine, I'll dip your urine friendship choices, <laughs> which as we've just discussed. Um doesn't exist. Obviously that urine dip came back without endometriosis. Of course. Um, we joke about it a lot. Um, my defense mechanism is humor. But um, yeah, I was diagnosed in 2020 with a private lack. But I had to travel to Portsmouth for it. And I got diagnosed with endometriosis and polycystic ovaries. But my endo is probably worse than my PCOS. Um, so yeah, I literally had like most of the normal symptoms. Um, and I've now got a coil, which for me is actually kind of helpful. I know it's not helpful for everyone. Um, there's the odd time where I'm like, I can feel it, but nah, it's mm. it's good for me, and it's like pretty much stopped all the, like unnecessary bleeding. I still get a bit of bleeding, but it's really good for me. Yeah, I work as a counselor. HGA. <laughs> I don't know what else. I have a really boring life. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, it's quite hard to have an exciting one when you have a chronic illness, but uh, yeah, this is true. And like <laughs> juggling work, mm-hmm. endo, yeah, and, it's like, so hard. Some sort it? of social life is yeah. Just... I just feel like at the moment I don't have any social life, so. But it's nice to have friends. Yeah, it's nice to have friends that actually understand exactly what's kind of going on and can understand if you kind of fall off the face of the earth for like a week because they just they just know. So I think that happens very regularly with us three. Like one of us would just sort of like pull out for like a couple of days, then we'll come back like we're still alive. Yeah, we're here. (laughs) I'm still here, still alive. Um, Still here, annoying you. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's. I think like we've all had similar journeys, but very different journeys, and I think it's so interesting to know that and for other people to know that not everyone's situations are the same not everyone's diagnosis Definitely. is the same like and everyone finds different things helpful like Brian has a quill I had mine taken out earlier this year Lisa, you're not on any contraception are you no no hormonal nothing. treatment so I think it just completely depends on everyone and I know that further down the line with other episodes we'll go more in depth in that but yeah it's yeah. just interesting yeah. to know that it's kind of the way that this like condition works is that not everything works for everyone and it just presents so differently in so many different people so I think there's things that we all find helpful though yeah definitely Definitely. apart from like medication I think yeah for us is like a big thing yeah we're all kind of the same on that exactly like we all love horrible balls (laughs) exactly and we've said a lot of the time like heat can help more than the actual medication at some point yeah definitely it's yeah. not it's weird. medication. I find it weird, though, because when it's, like, really hot outside, like, my endo flares up from that heat. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. like, an actual, like, hot water bottle or, like, a heat pack or thermal yeah, or whatever so much, yeah. heat mm-hmm. thing you use is, like, the biggest thing for me. I would literally live with a hot water bottle on, like, 24-7. Yeah. If it, it, it wasn't, good. like, big and a dinosaur. <laughs> walk around with a big dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. I take it to work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got a little one, but it's just not as fun as a dinosaur one. No, and you need, like, a big one to get all the areas because I'm not sure if I don't know about you girls, but (laughs) for me, it literally hurts, like, belly, back, hips, everywhere. What you need is we need to invent, like, a onesie that has a hot water bottle inside of it so it covers all areas. Like, your back, your stomach, like, that horrible leg pain. Like, I can like shaky leg syndrome like oh, i'll be sat there and yeah. my legs just start like shaking yeah and i'm like is there an earthquake <laughs> <laughs> or, like earthquake really bad legs. pins and needles i was yeah. driving the other day and my legs just went numb and i was like mm. just driving well, that's not ideal is it i literally like pulled over and called my mum and i was like i don't know what to do but i was literally like two minutes away from home so my feeling came back and i drove home and just like flopped yeah I've heard it's not days, but hmm? Um, also, just for the recording purposes, if you just heard a vibration, my Fermi just turned on by itself. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we were literally talking about this earlier. Like I love my Fermi. It literally just started literally turning have, on by itself. You have something like a Fermi, don't you? Yeah, it's literally. The, do you know what? There's a lot of brands that all look the mm. same, but they yeah, all they do, do the yeah. same thing. I think mine's mine's called a cycle soother. Yes, it. it literally looks exactly the same. Exactly as the same. They're pretty much like heat and vibration. Um, it's quite good for like on the go isn't it like when you're at work and Definitely. I've got a pink one but they are really sensitive so like they are they are yeah I was saying to G earlier I was at work for the day I was with patient and I bent down to pick something up and the vibration came on <laughs> and it's I never was a like good sound but they're so <laughs> loud like, are, that is yeah. the only Literally. thing because mm, it would so be good loud. to have like all the time but they're just so loud so it's only reserved for like when you're alone <laughs> 
See, that's why I really like my tens machine because, like, mm. I've got like a little portable one that just like sticks on. Like, yeah. it's, the only thing with that is it's only like the size of I don't know. Is it, yeah. the, is it the one that's like that, like that, and they've got a thing in the middle? You know, like yeah. when those like mm. Jersey Jersey Shore people sponsor like that ab. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I wish that, it yeah. was as big as that. The brand's called Kinetic, but one really popular one I think it's called is it Uvi? Yeah, Uvi? yeah. It's similar, Isn't that what you have, Grace? Yeah. What do you? No, have? I have Bolivia. Although, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it keeps breaking on me, so that's not fun. But oh, they're good. I prefer the tens machines to the vibrations. Yeah, of the I actually really it, find it, it, it goes works. deeper. Yeah, I think. And also, like depending on your pain levels, you can like. <laughs> We love it, Pete. Anyway. Our, our immaturity <laughs> is definitely going to come out during this. You'll get to know. It doesn't help that we've just had a really crude conversation yeah, before no, we yeah. started filming this. There's, there's, yeah. no, there's no filters here, so just people. TMI no does not exist between, with us. Yeah, there's no secrets between us three. Like, if I'm no. getting some weird discharge, I'll just be messing Yeah, it'll be, like, it'll it'll be on the group chat. Do you have this? Yeah. yeah. Like, straight on the group chat. I think that's such a good, like, thing about this podcast as well is that we can kind of get rid of all those stigmas of what we can and can't talk about definitely yeah, like, like with us having it like this format just a girly chat we're not mm. being all formal and everything it's like inviting other people in to just have like that girly chat vibe with us yeah definitely, it definitely feels like we're on facetime like, yeah 100 yeah 100 and we spend most of our life on facetime like so yes. it's not really not really much different no <laughs> it's not no it's actually like we're just having our chats and we just got to be a little bit more forward <laughs> try inviting... to anyway yeah try, try to <laughs> so we have a little fun segment that we want to kind of introduce this episode just to get a little bit of humor in here if it isn't already funny um, <laughs> but, she just uh... winks for the people that aren't seeing the <laughs> yeah. visuals wink. Um, I can't wink do you know that about me neither can I neither wink think. Like, I'll literally try and wait, Freddie. I'm putting my goggles off, Freddie. Like, I'm being serious, Freddie. Huh? Freddie? No, I've do only do just learned to wink. And I only I can only do it if I do it, like, really theatrical, like... No, I literally can't. <laughs> when, like, if I try to wink at Neil, I've got to put one of my hands over my eyes yeah. and just blink so it looks like I'm winking. I can't yeah. do it. And that isn't really sexy. Maybe that's something we should just touch on quickly. It's because in a few episodes, we're going to talk about, like, relationships. Yeah. All that stuff. So yeah. I'm single, newly. Um, <laughs> Grace, take it away. I'm in a long-term relationship. I've been with my boyfriend for two and a half years. Um, yeah. That's Unleash. Unleash, what's the big news? I've just got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> We're so happy for you. Yeah. Buzzing. It's so exciting. I've been with Neil for seven years. We got together when we were 15 and I think the good we're gonna like touch into this as well like get kind of his perspective of things mm. which I think is gonna help a lot of people definitely but like he's seen me get progressively worse with this as well like from start to where we are now yeah so yeah it'll be good yeah. to get like his point of view things too we've got a lot planned for you guys and a lot of kind of topics that we want to cover like it's just going to be a light-hearted but fun informative humorous it's going to be everything just mashed up into one exactly we're excited take you on the ride with us yeah exactly chronic illness like. and i think it's so important because i i know that it can feel so lonely and serious at some points like you can feel like 100%. is this really my life Definitely. it's just fun to just have a bit of a laugh you know it's at the end of the day it's the card we've been dealt with and whether it's endometriosis pcos or another chronic illness you have you know we just got a Got to just, or you've yeah. got to mix them all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Them have them a nice up. little cocktail of just Put like, them in a bowl <laughs> throw a bit just, of yeah. endo in there, throw a bit of chronic fatigue in there. Yeah, exactly. You know we what? love it all. Let's throw a bit of something else in there. Like, we'll yeah. just mix it up. I feel like we've created a space between us, like three, yeah. that yeah. is so lovely that, like, any time of the day I know I could ring either of you. And, yeah. like, yeah. even if it's just me, like, ranting down the phone, which I've done a lot lately. <laughs> um, <laughs> they just listen and even if it's like endo or like just general yeah. life we and you two were the first two people i actually followed on my endo account which is yeah, like it's really crazy Aww. yeah it is um, crazy and i was just like i want to be friends with these people but we're literally best friends now and i don't know about you but i feel like yeah. we've created a space between us three that like would be nice to expand yeah like, definitely like, safe i know and i feel like we we honestly like like we said we don't really have 
much filter in the fact of what we feel comfortable talking about and we just like we kind of need each other's support and each other's advice on things and if we can share that like extra with you then why not and by, like, by getting people on as well like when we have the time where we invite yeah. people to join with yeah. us like it'd be so nice for them to kind of hopefully be able to feel like that vibe with us as yeah, well definitely like, yeah. to feel that support and that comfort yeah because that, like you said everyone needs it because it is it can be such a lonely lonely time like yeah even if you have the closest best like people with you to have people who actually fully understand everything you're feeling and know exactly what you're going through Mm. it's just different it makes such a difference home friends that's what I don't know why I call them that but you know what I mean like people (laughs) my home friends don't have many Um, I can't even say I'm joking because I'm not um (laughs) like I say something and I just feel like I'm burning them or like they just Mm, feel like it's it's not as extreme as it it could be and like with you guys it when I say to you, like my pain as a seven out of ten, like yeah. I know you girls know what that's like, and it's like we are really healthy towards each other. But I think sometimes we're all like we'll just wait it out. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like exactly, sometimes yeah. we need to go yeah. and get checked out. Yeah. Me and Grace made a pack last week that <laughs> if the pain got we didn't follow <laughs> really bad. <laughs> yeah, we would both go to A and E, but um, I didn't follow on my part. Grace didn't follow. Yeah, I didn't part. follow. My like, part. It, the, the we hate A and E yeah we it's, hate Amy like Amy you get told to take there. paracetamol and <laughs> doesn't touch your sides love so nope <laughs> so I yeah. don't really think that paracetamol works like I sometimes forget to take paracetamol if I'm honest because I'm like I just don't I just don't I don't see the point it just makes me laugh when you literally go in and you're like well I've taken like tramadol or I've taken like oromorph or I've taken codeine and all these really strong painkillers and they're like okay well have you tried taking paracetamol and it's like Mate, have I've been taking tried, these strong painkillers. <laughs> have you tried having a bath? Yeah. Tried going for a walk or like. Have you tried swimming, Grace? <laughs> What's the worst oh, thing you've been told? Like, have you tried what? What's the worst thing? Not even have you tried. It's are you sure you aren't just anxious and stressed, is what I've heard. Oh, yeah. No. It's like, no, I'm anxious and stressed because of this. <laughs> like, that's why I'm anxious and stressed. No, mine is, um, oh, well, why don't you get pregnant then? Mm, yeah, love that one. I, I heard that at seventeen. It's like, hun, you've told me that at twenty years old. Yeah, it's mental. And it? also with our condition, like yeah. there is the possibility yeah. that we could struggle, and exactly. a lot of people do struggle, and a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, miscarry. So yeah. I think it's it's, it's trauma. Like, when they mentioned yeah. pregnancy because that might be good for someone, but it might be yeah. worse for someone else. But also, like I've spoken to so many people who have had babies or had a pregnancy with endometriosis and it's very much like well sometimes the pain's even worse when you're pregnant and after you have a child it doesn't just disappear like it's still there and then you've got to like care for a child when you're chronically ill yourself so it's just so yeah you've got to be in the right situation to be able to move forward with that and when I was told that at 17 years old well, yeah. I didn't, like no chance there was no chance I was ready to have a child then and it shouldn't and be stress is a big thing yeah, yeah. It, sh- it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be you've got to have a child because it might be your only chance it should be you should have a child because you want a child you know and it's like doctors and health professionals and gynecologists they throw around this I mean the same as surgery they throw around the word pregnancy as like prescribing someone antibiotics yeah like it's, it's crazy. Oh, just yeah. just like that like oh it's just like just go fix. and get pregnant yeah. and we'll be fine yeah. Just go take like, a baby tablet. But it's not, hun. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not, no. And then you'll be fine. What did your parents tell you when you are younger about how babies were made? Because my mum told me that it was a little seed that she swallowed and then I was born. A little seed that she <laughs> swallowed? I mean, I oh, don't no. really remember. I don't really remember, I but, but, I don't really remember oh. but all I thought was really that <laughs> it just came out of your bum. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, that's not how you make a baby, It kind of is a seed, isn't it? Well, no, exactly. That's why I said it. Um, You're not going to get pregnant if you swallow it, though, babe. No, I know that. Okay, okay. Just check it. (laughs) But you do what you want in your free time, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Stay safe, all right? Oh, I will. Stay safe. (laughs) Practice safe sex a lot. But just take this from me. I don't think any of us actually have safe sex. No, and I think coming from us, please do. Um, we're telling you I've never had I've never had any infections or diseases but don't don't do it (laughs) basically wrap it up be good take a pill all of that fun stuff just be safe the pull out method is not 
effective a reliable method it's not anyway that's our sex chat over (laughs) for now i knew we'd get off on a tangent here um i know for now yeah get us back on track (laughs) that was that was a little bit of a segment for upcoming episodes so hope you're excited (laughs) anyway let's get on to our little fun segment about um something that's kind of popular at the moment a bit of a trend it's like he's a 10 but and we're just gonna say it and just go with it and have a bit of a laugh yeah um right g you kick this off okay it's probably not as good as some of the ones you're gonna hear but he's a 10 but he thinks you're being dramatic when you're actually in with chronic pain oh like a one yeah like a one he has to be definitely minus 10 (laughs) okay like just support your girlfriend or whoever I'm one of those it people. It doesn't as, take much. No, I'm one of those people no. as well who really downplays like my pain because I just don't yep. want to be a burden to anyone. So same. I'm I definitely think, not drama queen. I think we all have quite p- high pain thresholds because yeah. we deal with we deal be. with pain on a daily basis. So yeah. If we, yeah. if we, you know, took a day off work for every single slight little bit of pain we had, like I work through what I've worked through yeah. days where I know I should be there. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you don't want to let people down. I feel like because we no. do have to have days where we physically can't move from bed. And I think that really comes it. around stigma as well because we do have so many people telling us that, like, oh, really, is it that bad? Or oh are you sure it's, you know, are you sure you can't work today? And I think that's that's almost the part where we actually are like, oh, fine then, I'll just just hide it. Try and push through it. So realistically, you'll kind of find that anyone with a chronic illness is actually really suffering, yeah. but they're just not showing it. Um, so just be a bit more aware, guys. So mine is taken inspiration by one of these lovely girls. <laughs> so he is a 10, but he thinks endometriosis is an STI. Oh my god, that's so funny! I literally love that so much. Like that is not okay. I'll completely say, but that was me. Yes. Um, I was on Tinder once. I've been on Tinder many times in my life, but I think I was about no. I'm we're going back like three years. Um, I matched with a guy, and I told him I had endometriosis because I'm quite open to the fact that I have it. Because if people can't deal with it, yeah. that's not fair on them. Definitely. And I think his exact words were, "Will it get on my way?" Let's just fact check that you literally cannot get endometriosis. It's not a sexually transmitted disease. No, it, it cannot is not. be transmitted through intercourse. Unfortunately, and if you were born a because, bloke. Because yeah, we'd love for someone to feel our pain, but yeah. they can't, <clears throat> unfortunately. So that makes him a minus fifteen. Ugh, at least a minus twenty, surely. Yeah. Come on, minus I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Think on the other side of that, because it's not as common as you know, like other mm. chronic illnesses. People don't people know, don't yeah. understand. So but in again, a way, just Google it. Like, yeah, yeah. it takes it two seconds. Take five seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is kind of what we want to come out of. Like this whole thing is that we want people to be a little bit more aware of the day to day shit that we go through, and then also just being able to like it's so simple just search it up online and you'll know about it just looking at the symptoms for five seconds you'll literally know that actually it's horrible illness to live with so um top 20 most painful conditions yeah exactly it is isn't it number like three before yes i think it's even in the top 10 to be honest but um yeah yeah what's your what's your first one bry right he's a 10 but he said he doesn't know if he's got a headache or whether you're just ugly Ooh. minus 50 million <laughs> minus <laughs> 1 billion yep it's just you just don't say that do you it's yeah, like you you're with someone and you like you've fallen out of love or yeah like, don't want to be with them anymore there's no other way to say it exactly and i think there is we just need to know our self-worth and know that we are much better so, so than these crazy people okay he's a four but he knows all your flare-up essentials. Like an eight. I'd say an eight too. Because that extra two points is getting them ready for you, isn't it, really? This is this is true. There is more yeah. to just yeah, just getting the essentials. Yeah. Can 100%. I just say that I googled the most ten most painful conditions? And I must be on a bogus site. Because it's come up with herpes. So I don't really think I'm on the right. No, get off that. (laughs) Number two is herpes. Someone's scanning my phone right now. He is a four, but he will fill up your hot water bottle for Uh, you. 
Oh, like a nine. Oh my god, a nine. Or even a ten. I'll, I'll give him a ten because the hot water bottle is the it's essential. It's so necessary, isn't it? It's like the top on the list. So yeah, one hundred percent. It is. Bry, go on, girl. Right. He's a four, but he refuses to learn or get to know about endo or like any health conditions you have. That's the, that's the wrong way around, isn't it? <laughs> Did you mean, mean a 10, babe? <laughs> I meant a 10. Sorry, I was distracted with um, I was distracted by herpes. <laughs> go again, girl. No say, it, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> He's a 10, but yep. he refuses to learn or acknowledge or even go on Dr. Google about endometriosis and he just... Doesn't care. Fat he doesn't get a rating. He doesn't get a rating. Full stop. No, he if doesn't. you're with he just, someone, he just doesn't exist. Surely, if you're with someone, then surely, like, you take on that. Like, I yeah. get that it's a big thing. I get that it's a big thing to take on. Yeah. Obviously, at least you're in a unique situation because you know, fifteen, you, Neil's seen you sort of mm, be diagnosed yeah. and go through that. But he's yeah. still, you know, he's still gone through that process with you. Like, he could have really easily been like no yeah and I think, no, exactly yeah i think that's such a big thing i think we'll definitely touch on it is that you know we understand that it's so hard to you know be with somebody who has a chronic illness but at the same time if you're not willing to understand or even try to care about it yeah you need to get gone then you're gone mate so yeah. it's just it's just a common like decency bit i know that if i was in a relationship with someone and they got diagnosed with like i don't know diabetes yeah you'd get even to though diabetes it. is very commonly known as yeah. endometriosis, will I say? But we'll move on. Um, we love another fact. We love a Channel Five documentary, yeah. don't we, Alicia? Oh, we do. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode, where Alicia's going to get fucking angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. You should just put this on at eighteen plus. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. In the next episode, it's going to go off. Oh, about it's it, so... it's going to need. Yeah, it's going to need. They'll a be higher swearing. For the next episode. <laughs> I'm not like, holding back at all. You would still Google into it and like, yeah, get to know what you know what they can have, or you know, diabetes is different for everyone. So you'd get to know what rates in their blood sugars, and but for some reason, people that don't want to do that with anything else, know, it's crazy. Well, yeah, it's just I feel like there's so many so Girl, much more crazy. awareness about other things, and um, it's not only that. I think it's because it's the whole and not whole other stigma again in another episode but yeah. to the fact that it's women's health as well it's not something that affects both men and women therefore no. it's not something yeah. that you, you know people exactly. would go out and, and that, look for that is such a big stigma it doesn't impact men directly it, it doesn't exist yeah exactly yeah we love an invisible illness someone's cooking garlic bread and i can smell it oh i love garlic bread yeah i've had garlic bread for so long and i can't even eat it anymore Right, so the last part of this episode, and I think we're going to put it at the end of like each of the episodes, is our little Q&A segment where you might have seen on our stories where we've been asking for you guys to send in some questions that you want us to answer or just like things you want us to discuss. Mm. Um, And yeah, we've all picked, we're going to do three each episode because we decided we think that's a good number. We've all picked one each. Um, and obviously if yours hasn't been answered don't worry it will get answered in another episode just keep sending those questions in guys yes we'll kind of put a question box like probably like a few days before we record yeah 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 cool so i'll kick it off so the one that i chose was what things are you most grateful for since having endometriosis and why so i personally I mean, I know it's going to be cringe and whatever, but I <laughs> I know, I know, prepare yourself. Um, since, you know, being diagnosed with endo and having, like, I joined um, a Facebook group to start off with, um, just to, like, talk to people in my mm, area about same, it. Yeah. Um, and then I saw that one of the girls on there had um, put a link out to an Instagram page and I was looking through and then I was coming across more and more and more. And then I was following them all on my normal, um, my, like my personal account. And then seeing like the, these girls posting about their everyday life with endo and like how much of an out, like outlet it was for them. I mm. thought, yeah, screw it. Let's just go for it. Sign so I made, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I made one and then it's just absolutely 
grown and gone mental and it's the best thing I've ever done because obviously it's brought us mm-hmm. three together mm-hmm. yeah and there's yeah. loads of other girls as well that we've all connected yeah. with and just like we were saying before having someone to speak to who fully fully understands everything that you're going through yeah just hits different yeah and just having a community of people who are the most supporting mm-hmm. most caring people yeah it's just unmatched yeah I think our community is yeah. like nothing I've ever known before it's no. you get people who you've never even met before I mean like I've never met any of these girls yeah second to none this like support is just mental it's crazy I think there's no judgment like going no. back to that like I know I could probably yeah. as anything like I've met Alicia but I haven't met Grace yet. yeah 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 three weeks <laughs> um you can literally say anything to these people and they'll just say it right back everyone's experienced something that they need advice and support with and these Definitely. are the people who you want to talk to it like talk about it too and I think that's going for any chronic illness I mean on my on my endo page I follow people who don't have endo yeah they have fibro yeah. or chronic fatigue yeah. or Crohn's or IBS and it's like 100% it's if you have a chronic illness get yourself on Instagram because there yeah. is a community out there for you and it's just the support you won't feel so alone and it's you know you can feel so alone with this like kind of situation and I think 100% and just also it's like an outlet for yourself to speak about things that you've never really been able to speak about before and it's not competitive that's what no, I like like it's yeah. not like I feel like sometimes you're like oh, I've got really bad pain so I was like you yeah, know my period's bad as well and it's like yeah. they're yes. kind of like trying to compete with you and you're like well if we're going to compete I'm going to win but yeah. it's not like that <laughs> yeah. it's just like yeah no and usually one of us unfortunately is in pain yeah <laughs> at some point like, you can yeah. guarantee all it all three of us yeah no there was one time we were all like debating going to A&E together like together but like like all at the same same time time. yeah I feel like last week was a week for it like we've got another group chat with a few other girls that we know and I think we were all just like yeah there was definitely something in the air I said that to my dad I was like there's something in the air because everyone is not great at the moment even my sister who has a different completely different chronic illness she Mm. was flaring up last week yeah I was like it's just yeah it's weird it's just not it's and not I think, a vibe yeah I think I it's know. just I I don't know if I hadn't have found Instagram I think we, we'd obviously wouldn't be here right now but at the same time I don't think I'd be so like mentally okay with yes, chronic yes. illness I think like I have I wouldn't say like it, you can never come to terms with something that makes you infertile and things like that but I yeah. think you, at least you have people to talk to and you have that support who, from people yeah. who actually get it and I'm not you know that's not to say that people who don't have the condition are awful and don't get it but it's just that it, it's very different talking to people who actually fully understand like what's Definitely. happening and people that will support your small wins yeah. today, like we're having a flare-up and I like I might have a shower today or those small wins are celebrated but then also like the yeah. big wins like if you get a new job or when Leash got engaged yeah. you were literally buzzing for her like yeah definitely yeah. yeah and it's like we can celebrate those big life moments but yeah. also like the I managed to have a shower today and like yeah definitely like people all... that things that other people would just kind of shove off and think yeah exactly. that's like, normal well yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you've had a shower well done yeah but, exactly like, sometimes it's such for a big us, thing, that's yeah. like walking around Everest like I know yeah. I've been in the boat before where yeah. I've been like I just need to have a shower like yeah, yeah. it's like me last week like oh. I I could not wash my hair all week because yeah. like every time I stood up out of bed I was exhausted and then I did and it's obviously like it made me exhausted but <laughs> I did it and that's a small win and we got to appreciate those Actually, wins. we were both like we need to go have a shower yeah exactly so we were it. like we're both gonna go have a shower yeah yeah exactly yeah. I mean, we procrastinated for a few hours, but yeah. we got it done. <laughs> got to procrastinate, got to procrastinate. Um, but yeah, I think like, you know, despite all the rubbish that comes along with it, I think the one thing that like anyone who has this condition or other chronic illnesses will say is that like the community is just incredible Unmatched. and that's something yeah. to be grateful for, you know. Definitely. You've got to find good things and bad things and we have, so that's There's good. There's always like silver linings obviously you there don't is, have a yeah. silver lining and something is horrible but no yeah, it's definitely, definitely it's definitely that white cloud in a bunch of gray ones so that's that's it's good yeah 
Okay, so my question, um, what can family and friends do to support you when you're struggling slash in pain? So I would say like the biggest one for me is just to actually listen. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, there's it's all very well, even like not even listening, actually hearing what somebody's saying to you. So, definitely, you know, you can sit there and you can listen, but actually hear what someone is trying to explain and the kind of stuff that they're going through and the symptoms that they're experiencing. I think that's such a big thing. And we don't want someone to come and completely cure us. That's not going to happen. And we know that. But I think just people being able to just sit there, comfort us, hear us out and just, you know, make us feel like everything's going to be okay, or at least make us feel like we've got that support. Because I think it's so easy for us to feel alone in this situation. And I think if people are then also not understanding family members, friends, people close to you, it's just so isolating. It's just miserable. So I think if we, if you just hear us out and listen to us and have some kind of empathy for us and even research, like do some research, things like that, just be there for us. I think that's, we we don't, we don't want miracles. We just want people to comfort us. And yeah, definitely to, and to add to that, like, we have to spend our time, you know, justifying ourselves to health mm. professionals. Yeah. Like, the last thing we need to be doing is having to justify ourselves to the people who we class ourselves as closest to, close friends, mm-hmm. family members and stuff. Like, it doesn't take much to just, like, be a decent human being and yeah. just try and empathize with someone. Like, 100%. 100%. Yeah. It really doesn't take much. But, yet, yeah, some people make you feel like that's the absolute world to ask for yeah it shouldn't be Uh, we would do that for them wouldn't we so I think it's just and also I think you know it's just having it is just that you know if what what do you what would you want if you were unwell okay you wouldn't wouldn't want someone to say get over it would you like you'd want someone to comfort you and be there for you so let's treat others how you want to be treated yeah yeah I do think that not like Grace said, we're not asking for you to move mountains. We're just, we just want someone to just be there mm-hmm. and like a shoulder to cry on without the judgment. And yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel like some family members for me are really good. Um, mm. because they, you know, you think your family are going to be amazing because they've been there through it all, but just put yourself in our shoes one day. Like, we pretty much spend our life in pain and yeah. it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Lee said, we don't want to justify ourselves to you as well as everybody else on this in the world. So definitely. Mm. And yeah. I find as well with like the friend like both friends and family is that, you know, there's been times where and there's many times where we have to cancel plans or we can't make it yeah. to places that, you know, we're all excited to go to because we're in pain and we, you know, don't think that we're just flaking because, out. Yeah, just because we don't want to go. Like we're trust me when I say we'll be sit there sitting there in our beds crying because we couldn't make it to this event or yep. meal or dinner or you know day out with your friends like it's it's never an easy thing and I think just actually maybe you know it's not necessarily like all the plans have to change but maybe if you're going to have a friend day then maybe it can be like a friend day just chilling out watching films yeah. eating crap like literally just chilling and just being with your friend like we're not asking we just want we want to see you but we physically can't come out for a walk or we can't come out and drink or we can't come out and sit at a table and eat a big meal like it's just being aware of those things that we're not just cancelling because we don't want to see you or we don't want to come it's because we physically can't so I think it's just well it's like it's like when Bri came down to see me yeah like we just had like a chilled day yeah we went and got some food we had Costa we came back and we just chilled and we just chatted and that was at the best costa, day the best costa. Mm. that panini mozzarella <laughs> amazing. tomato that was there was so much there was so much i like costa and plymouth like plymouth costa is my favorite up the plymouth costa oh i'm a up starbucks girl costa. i have to say i am a starbucks girl don't get yes. me wrong but that yeah. that mozzarella panini had pesto beautiful there was so much pesto in it oh it was so good i love it but no like we we just chilled and chatted and it was still the best day. Like, don't get me wrong. 100%. Us saying all of this doesn't mean that we're incapable of having any plans. Like, we're not yeah, able to go on nights out. Like, yeah. We still go on nights out. We still try and live, like, literally 100%. the best life that we can. It's just yeah. that those those handful of times where we literally fully just can't move. No, Like, yeah. we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be bailing on you if 
you know, <clears throat> we just use it as an excuse. Now I can't be bothered. I'll just say my endo's flaring up. Like, yeah. trust me, we do not want our endo to be flaring up because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just, it just really angers me that people think that it's an excuse and it's just not. No. Like, just take, honestly, I wish, obviously I don't wish pain upon anyone, but if people could just experience yeah five seconds yeah Yeah. literally doesn't need to be that long it's just no yeah I think I think with the you know at the end of the day like it it's not fair that we it's not fair on our friends that we can't come to a plan but at the same time think about how not fair it is on us to not be able to go exactly um so just and not only that we can't go it's that we're sitting in pain immobile in our beds because we can't move um not like we're not having a great time we're having a great time yeah and obviously like like lee said we're we're not it's not like we're always like crippled and we're not going to ever do anything that's i love a night out that's really not true we We know that (laughs) (laughs) our resident raver we love it alicia has like alicia's a social butterfly in this yeah She is, yeah. She's um, a social butterfly, yet she has crippling social anxiety. Tell me how that works. I know. But Stop I don't it. think I've been on a night out for like three, no. four years. Yeah, like, I haven't definitely... been for like three years. The last time I went on a night out was New Year going into 2020. Yeah, it's like, crazy. That's that was crazy. an awful night. Yeah. I know. But I don't really drink, to be fair. Like, I feel like alcohol flares me up. Yeah, um, yeah. definitely. I think oh, I definitely like... regret it the next day. Mm. oh yeah at the time it seems like the best idea in the world yeah again that's that's another thing of trying to fit in with like societal norms like trying to trying to continue to live a normal life as much Mm. as you can and then it doesn't hit you until afterwards like okay maybe i can't do do what everyone else can like yeah it's like if you've worked like i know that if i work like a full week of work Mm. um and the weekend people like oh let's do this on saturday let's do this on saturday and i'm like i'm gonna need like at least a day just to recover to sleep and just like kind of just like because I don't know about you but I literally the rest of this week I like literally wake up go to work come home yeah that's it yeah like yeah because I I think because all of us kind of had quite demanding jobs anyway yeah Yeah. definitely yeah I think all on our feet yeah yeah it's I think and also like we shouldn't you know feel bad that we can't do things I know like it, we we beat ourselves up enough as it is about not being able yeah. to be really strong all the time or not not be able to do everything we want to do when we want to do it and I think it's got to the point now where I'm almost like do you know what it's fine and if I'm going to go out and I want to go out and I can only go out for two hours well then at least I've gone out again it's like exactly, small, yeah. small wins big wins whatever yeah. you want to say like it's it's all part and parcel with that and I think just having people who are going to be like okay fair enough like you know I I don't I don't fully understand because I don't feel what you feel but I can see why you can't come yeah. or I can you know I hope you, yeah. you know even just being like I hope you feel better and I can't wait to replan something with you or yeah like I said just coming over and just having the evening together yeah, like, like do you need anything yeah like yeah. those words like mean the world like yeah. isn't they are the golden and words some, yeah and someone goes like do you need anything it might just be like it might be like oh no i'm fine yeah like half yeah. the time Nine that's what i 10. say yeah yeah but like that one time if you don't have any milk and you want a cup of tea yeah like, exactly oh yeah. i'm really sorry can you drop off some milk and they will like, if they're gonna Make if they've asked they're willing yeah. to do it yeah, yeah. definitely that's I struggle with that a lot. Like I struggle with asking. For yeah, things. Like, asking for hundred percent. Yeah, like delivery is my best friend. Like the cop on delivery is my best friend because I'd much <laughs> rather spend the three pound ninety nine delivery fee to then get ask, yeah you know, to get the things delivered than to get someone to get them for me. Yeah, and I think it goes back to bit like you know worrying about being a burden, and I think that's such a big thing that everyone with a chronic illness works through. Is that you know it's so easy to feel like you are a burden it's just you just gotta remind yourself that you're not because you know that you would do that for anybody else and I think it's just you know we all have moments where we're like oh I just can't tell anyone how I feel because it's too much and they won't be able to cope or they won't know what to do and I shouldn't put it all on them and it's just not though it's not that you're putting it all on anyone it's just that you're seeking some support and I think everyone deserves that so 100% yeah right what's your question question kind of leads on from from Grace and it's very similar but it's like when entering relationships with someone with endo or for that matter any chronic illness like what's important to know and I just feel like 
we're not asking for the world. Yeah. Like, we're not asking you to magically come up with a cure. Like, if you can, brilliant. I'll pay mm. you. But <laughs> lots of money. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the money I have in my savings. Um, <laughs> I'll even let someone have my last Jaffa cake. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. I've I got Jaffa cake. cakes right now. I can't. Oh I can't eat. I'll them give them anymore. my whole box. <laughs> Just give them the whole thing. I can't eat them anymore, so they can have all the Jaffa cakes they want. Oh. <laughs> I know. Um, but I feel like, yeah, we're not asking for the world. No. Um, we we literally just want like a cuddle or mm. like you to fill up our hot water bottles or just for you to notice. Like, mm-hmm. and also like Grace said, like in relationship, you're gonna have to cancel plans if you're not feeling well, and just like understanding that you might not be able to go out for date night, but how about we do date night at home? Yeah, yeah. And I think definitely. it's very, very, it's very similar to Grace's answer. Um, yeah. It but, just it yeah. just works both ways though, doesn't it? Friends, relationships. And I think Family, yeah. just that extra bit with relationships is like you you know, as horrible as it is, it's if you want to be with this person for the rest of your life, this is their 100%. life. You know, this is gonna yeah. be forever, unfortunately. Definitely. And just if you uh, like I'm not being savage, but if you can't deal with that, then don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like definitely and if you're it's more painful think, for us to have to, you know fight yeah, for, fight, for your yeah, yeah fight fight for you to understand or fight for you to even care just just don't if you can't do with it don't um but if you can is we're not asking for miracles as we've all said we're literally just asking for a bit of love a cuddle yeah you to fill up our hot water bottle once in a while go and pick up our meds from the pharmacy like that's not a lot is it and i think no you know, the more that you almost on the other hand the more that you kind of molly coddle mm. us and treat us like we're glass the more we'll feel like that and the more we'll feel isolated and feel like you know oh well obviously I can't do anything then with this condition because they won't let me go out or they won't you know I think just being aware that we're we're not we're not glass (laughs) we're not gonna percent, and it's it's kind of like on the other hand like us like we've got to be honest yeah definitely like when meeting someone we've kind of got to be honest and be like listen like before this gets too serious like I I have this chronic illness yeah definitely yeah and it's it's sort of like we we can't expect them to know straight off the bat no yeah exactly um and I think we've kind of got to do our part in like Mm. yeah kind of because when you've been with someone for a long time they'll know that your triggers they'll know that your mood changes but like yeah you've sort of just got to give them a bit of time Mm. I think and yeah. that goes both ways like you've got a there's got to be that communication there like 100% yeah I'm having a really bad day today and then not just be not straight away just be like oh my god what do you want what what do you want what can I do like I'll come over like you've sort of got to like let us flare up like, yeah you can't definitely flare up like yeah exactly it's gonna come whether I'm at home in bed yeah or whether I'm in Hawaii on the beach yeah exactly the flare up is gonna the flare up is gonna come yeah, so we just want your support to know you're there for us. Definitely. If we need anything, I and need to get them into Amy that you're going to be there for us. Yeah, definitely. This is why, like, I feel so lucky to have Neil because, yeah, because he's seen me, you know, progressively get worse through it all. Like, he kind of he knows and he can see what like my triggers are for getting mm-hmm. when he can tell when yeah. I'm getting bad. He can tell when, you know, I need certain things when I need my pain relief or cause I can be really stubborn with taking pain relief or wanting yeah. to like mm. do anything to help myself. Yeah. Like there's been times where he's just taken me up to A&E because he can just see that I just can't, I can't cope or he's phoned one yeah. with me and spoken to them on the phone because he knows that I can't speak to them myself. And like, I, I, it just makes me feel so grateful with not having to you know with dating people having like I can't imagine what it's like having to mm. explain to someone like mm. from the beginning for them to actually try and understand because it's so much to take on it is yeah like, it's 100%. so so much and also like we totally get that and I think that's such a big thing like we get that it's not easy for anyone at all mm. like we, we can yeah, and we completely yeah. understand that but you almost need to understand that yeah it might not be fair for you but think about how unfair it is for us because this is our life like you know we go through the pain we go through all the symptoms we go through 
like all the mental effects from having all of these symptoms it's just like a continuous yeah. cycle it's just being aware that you know as horrible as it is to be with somebody like who has this you know has a condition which what is chronic it's also horrible to be experiencing it as well so just yeah. having a little bit of empathy having a little bit of love and just appreciating it. and also the biggest one as we said with the family and friends one as well is just researching if you don't if you don't understand yeah. it research there's despite so little being known as long as you're getting it from the right sources there is a lot of a lot of information out there there. so yeah look for it and you know it won't take long a a 10 minute search on google and you'll you'll find out all about it so and listen to this podcast because you'll learn exactly there you go yeah i know that's our first episode over and it was yeah i loved it we are all so excited and we can't wait to share it with everyone yeah. Yeah. no i was thinking it was going to be like 20 minutes yeah i know we're, we're too chatty we're just we're just very passionate about this wait until we get to the next episode yeah. just you <laughs> wait yeah <laughs> but no thank um, you for tuning in yeah thank you for listening um, yeah we're loving the support and even before we even filmed yeah. this episode the support was absolutely amazing yeah, you guys I mean, have been incredible. amazing we literally hit 250 followers in the space of a few days so without yeah. even having any content so literally just our faces yeah. and we hit it and i think girls we are that fit <laughs> yeah exactly so <laughs> We cannot wait to carry on this little journey and share even more with you guys. And like we said, if there's any questions you have, we'll put a little question box up before every episode. And if we don't answer in that episode, don't worry. We've got a little a little file full of all your questions and they're all anonymous, yes. so don't worry. Um but yeah, thank you for listening. We loved thank it. You. Should we drop it? Should we drop a little teaser for what episode? Yeah, is? go on, Nish, you can take it away. <laughs> you can you can drop it. <laughs> so it will be based all on the media and how crap it is at showing what endometriosis is truly like. And that's all I'm going to say because I'll get taken on, I'll get, I'll be on a tangent. <laughs> and if you can't sense, this is a topic that really infuriates me, Alicia. <laughs> yep. um, we will be talking about the Channel 5 documentary that was Alicia's favourite thing to ever be created. Oh, I loved um, it so much. I loved fan. it as well. I thought it was so informative. Yeah, it's incredible. And I love it so much. And we'll and also... Seven minutes is such a long time, girls. <laughs> seven minutes of heaven. Um, we'll also be talking about like stigmas <laughs> as well, like that attached to that. So it'll be exciting. And, you know, in fact, if you want to put any stigmas that you've come across in the question box, yeah. do because we yes, that we're would probably be all on the same page. So, yeah, we're so yes. excited and we can't wait to share this one with you as well. So, yeah. Bye. Bye. Guys, don't forget to follow us at The Gyneway Team on both Instagram and TikTok.